Good evening and welcome to a bonus episode. I know two within a couple of days, which is kind of crazy. So this uh, slight bonus episode is actually just a continuation of the previous episode that I um, talked about uh, last Saturday. I talked about Dwayne Duffy and I wanted to really talk about um, just a thread that he... Um, not really helped start, but at least he was a, a mild part of in the beginning and really expanded on in the end. And I, I got so excited about it that I just couldn't wait to talk about it again. And I didn't want to uh, put this in a separate episode because I've got a few plans for a new up for a couple of the upcoming episodes. So I figured um, I'll just do a bonus episode. So this one may or may not be as long. I'm not sure. We'll kind of see where it goes. But um, this is just a kind of extra episode continuing on. And really the main focus on this one, not just talking about Dwayne McDuffie, but actually I want to go over just... All the writers, creators, everyone that was behind the Batman animated series um, and that led into the Superman animated series, a little bit in the Static Shock, Justice League, and Justice League Unlimited. And this is kind of this long thread that it's amazing how it started and where it would end up. And what I wanted to get at is that for anyone who's writing or uh, getting into, you know, um, either books or you're kind of writing your own uh, shows or something like that, it's really amazing how they did this because they left a lot of little things open and it gave basically the next person that comes in kind of a springboard to do more with it. And they expand it and made it grow. And that's something that I I know is very hard to do. But, you know, I think that's one of the things that makes things impressive. When you create these things that, you know, um, that can expand and grow and grow and grow. That's how you make your story even better. Um, And you got to wonder, though, especially in this case, did they know where they were going to end up? Or was it really just, you know, a writer came in, saw this one thread and like, oh, I'm going to pick this part. And the next writer was like, oh, I'll pick this part. Because it's so crazy how they end up um, at the end of the Justice League Unlimited series. And it starts back in, uh, believe it or not, it starts in Superman. So, like I said, this not only goes out to Dwayne McDuffie, but also like Paul Dini and Bruce Tim and all the other creators and writers that... Um, and the voice talent, of course, because, you know, who can forget Kevin Conroy's Batman and I believe um, George Newberry, uh, Superman, Susan Eisenberg as Wonder Woman and a list of other uh, talents that formed like not only like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, but like the Justice League in general all the, and made them iconic. But the biggest thing I want to talk about is that, okay, this was this crazy plot thread that I really want to talk about. Uh, like I said, didn't have time on Saturday, but I just felt the need to talk about this. And if you ever have a chance to get or watch the Superman animated series or any of those, I highly recommend it. Because they, for the most part, they even still hold up to today. Even though it's funny, in Batman, it's weird because Batman, it looks like it takes place in some weird... <clears throat> 
pseudo-future 1930s, 1940s, but then all of a sudden, it ends, and then Superman starts, and all of a sudden, Batman just, like, kind of picks up, and then all of a sudden, Gotham is in the present day, so it's really weird and not a lot of time has passed so it's not like you know the Batman anime series happen and then 20 years later Superman comes and you have this old Batman no Batman's still kind of like in his prime so to speak so it's wild but the main thing I'm talking about is by the end of Justice League Unlimited the entire DC heroes and villains have teamed up to fight Darkseid who is augmented by Brainiac and there's a scene where Superman and Lex Luthor have to team up to fight him and if you think that's crazy this all start and you the easter eggs for this not the easter eggs but the 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 link the one of the first links um, other than the initial Superman um, animated series, which initially um, shows you Brainiac, but also in a episode in which Brainiac takes over Lex Luthor. And you're wondering, how does that end with Darkseid and Brainiac teaming up? And it is a crazy road. So I'm going to take you through all these episodes and they're a lot and when you when when you listen to this this is what I'm talking about on like story threads that like little pieces and whoever and, and you kind of wonder when, when you hear all this did they have some grand plan was like this is all where it was going to lead up to or you know did certain creators were like oh I'm going to take this and just run with it so like I said, when Superman anime series first started, and I think that was back in uh, 96, um, when, it, when it just, you know, kind of started bringing up, um, they linked Brainiac to Superman, which the story they showed was that Brainiac was a supercomputer on Krypton. And then when he knew, saw that Krypton was going to be destroyed, he uploaded himself to a satellite and bounced, which was hilarious. As Jarrell finds out, he was like, you keep telling everybody not to do anything. He's like, yeah, because it would be a waste of my time. They'd want me to try to figure out how to save the planet, and it's pointless, so I'm out. <laughs> so, and it's kind of funny. And um, so, when, so when it starts off, of course, Superman, you know, is able to, they, they load, you know, baby Kal-El into a little ship and send him off. And it's funny because you see him sent off. But then all of a sudden, you also see the Brainiac satellite, which is kind of like floating in the distance in the background. But anyway, um, so starting in 96, there was an episode called Stolen Memories. And in this one, Lex meet. this is the first time Brainiac comes to Earth and he meets Lex and stuff. And at first, he kind of like coerces Lex, like, hey, I have like this crazy technology from space but I want to meet this guy called Superman. And this is before Superman found out who Brainiac really was. And then when he does, uh, Brainiac's like, yeah, kind of here to take you because you're the last Kryptonian, but also I'm going to take a piece of Earth and I'm going to blow it up because that's what I do now. <laughs> and of course, Lex ain't having that. So they kind of team up in a sense. It's Lex like, hey, you're not blowing up my planet, at least not until I get my piece. 
and they defeat Brainiac. But in the process of defeating him, Brainiac does upload a little something in Lex's system that he doesn't know. So, jump ahead about a year, they have another episode called Ghost in the Machine, in which that that, that little system back in the previous episode has now um, infected a lot of robots and they've kidnapped Lex. And they're making Lex build himself a new body. Now, fortunately, Superman, I mean, fortunately, Superman, with the help of Graves, his um, chauffeur slash assistant, they eventually find out where Lex is, find out it's Brainiac, and he, um, you know, helps destroy Brainiac. Because, you know, Brainiac's definitely one of those villains that Lex is bad, but, you know, Brainiac is ten times worse. So then he thinks, okay, he takes care of Brainiac. At one point, Brainiac shoots him, uh, shoots Lex, and just slightly stuns him, doesn't kill him. And but then um, Superman's able to defeat Brainiac and supposedly destroy him. Now, remember that stun. We'll get back to that. So fast forward another year in an episode called Nighttime, and this is when the Superman and Batman animated series they started uh, teaming them up so that they were both um, so they crossed over a lot more. Batman disappears, and Superman goes to Gotham because, like, one of his villains shows up and Chop was like, what the hell are you doing here? And she's like, well, all the other villains are going crazy in Gotham. I figured I'd go here. He's like, hmm, let me see what Bruce is doing. And there's a mystery where Bruce has disappeared, and it turns out it was Brainiac. He actually, this time, he infected Bruce directly and got him to basically help create, like, a body in a ship so he can get back. And eventually Superman's able to defeat him again. Now, this is a note because this time, instead of using other robots to coerce Lex, he actually directly infected, kind of like uh, with little nanites, to infect his like memory and um, basically to control Bruce. Um... Now we're going to jump ahead a little bit more. That was in 98. And then in 2000, right when the series was coming to an end, they had an epic two-part called Legacy. Now, in the end of this, and they kind of jump, they kind of do a flash jump um, in which um, we see Superman is now in the head of Darkseid's army. Now, Darkseid, of course, is evil ruler of Apocalypse, uh, Hell Dimension, basically, and what happens kind of off-screen or off-panel is um, Darkseid gets to drop on Superman, brainwashes him, and convince him he's always been a servant of um, Apocalypse, and then sends him to Earth to bust shit up. And unfortunately, no one can stop him. Uh, this is Superman, after all. Um Eventually, with the help of Supergirl and even Lex a little bit, they're able to break him out, but the damage is done. The world has seen what can happen when Superman just goes ballistic. And a lot of his friends and colleagues, there was a guy with uh, Cadmus Labs that he actually hurts. Um, and actually, it was, remember correctly, it, was even, it wasn't even the initial attack. It was afterwards when he had hurt Supergirl and said, you have to help her. And he almost forces him. He, like, pushes him. And it actually creates this, 
little riff that's going to actually come, believe it or not, will actually come into play later. Even though the show is ending, they they put this little seed in almost to say, hey, remember this. Uh, but anyway, after he breaks out, he actually has a epic just one-on-one fight with Darkseid and pretty much beats him down almost to death. Um, but unfortunately, but uh, Super Goku comes in and is like, you know, that's not what you do. And eventually he leaves, but now Earth is kind of afraid of him. So uh, Justice League, uh, sorry, Superman ends. And then the Justice League uh, TV show actually picks up in 2002. And one of the things they show in the Justice League cartoon is in an episode called Injustice for All, where Lex tries to create a uh, injustice gang, if you will, he finds out that he has kryptonite poison. And of course, he blames Superman for it. He's like, no, you've been exposing yourself to this crap all this time. Of course, you're going to get, you know, you, you, you had no clue what this alien rock was doing to you. Yet you, you know, held on to it, held on trying to affect Superman with it. And there you go. You're now you're dying. So Lex is now dying from kryptonite, uh, or at least slowly dying. It doesn't say when, but it's going to happen eventually. So kind of put that on the back burner. Um, Later, and now we're actually going to jump into um, another year, but we're going to jump to a different TV show. And you're like, what is all this adding up to? How does this add up to the end? Okay, so in Static Shock... uh, there's an episode where, and this is the episode where they kind of started bridging in, trying to show you, oh yeah, Static's actually part of the DC Universe, and they know about him and stuff. So they get him for help with the Watchtower, but unbeknownst to them, uh, Brainiac is actually in their system and uses the opportunity to try to escape. Now luckily with the help of Static and his um, his partner in Gears, they are able to stop Brainiac, or at least from, I think, hurting the league. But he does leave himself a back door, and he pretty much escapes. So now Brainiac is on the loose, which kind of which jumps into back in Justice League to a episode called Twilight. Now in this one, Twilight Brainiac, same Brainiac from before, has now is now attacking apocalypse for whatever reason at least in the beginning you're like for whatever reason and dark side comes to the league is like yeah i've got this problem he's actually your enemy so why don't you go ahead and you know beat him so we can uh get back to our usual and superman's like oh he's gonna blow up your planet yeah i'm good and dark side's like well i know you don't like me but where do you think he's going next after me might want to think about that so eventually does go, but it was all a trick and Brainiac wanted Superman, of course. He's always, you know, wanting to get him. And Darkseid was happy to help and Brainiac's like, yeah, once I'm done with Superman, though, I'm going to come back after you. He's like, eh, you think that, but of course Darkseid has something up his sleeve and he betrays Brainiac and is going to use him for his own means. In the end, and in the end of all this, Superman pretty much goes ballistic because once again, Darkseid has 
um, betrayed him. And even Batman makes that note. He actually said, he refers to the Superman cartoon series where it's like, yeah, Darkseid took control of you. He wound you up and sent you flying on Earth. Get over it. Let's fight Brainiac. But Superman does definitely does not get over it and pretty much again beats Darkseid, eventually is able to beat Darkseid down. It is a drag out fight. And he even pushes Batman away to be like, hey, I'm going to end this one way or another. And to prevent him from going any further, he actually grabs Superman real quick and uses like a teleporter to get them out because the whole station was going to blow up. And in this case, Superman just didn't care. And it blows up, and supposedly that's the end of Darkseid and Brainiac. Or at least so we thought. Now, let's jump into same year 2003. They introduce a new episode called A Better World. And in this one in the beginning, we see that Lex is actually the president of the United States. And apparently at some point he had killed Flash. And Superman pretty much, like, I had enough of you. You're putting the world in danger. You've killed one of my own. I'm going to stop you. And Lex's like, what, you actually use lethal force? And he's like, yep. And he supposedly kills him. And this creates a kind of alternate universe called the Justice Lords. And then they look in this portal and they see a different dimension where they see the normal Justice League. And they decide to replace them and try to ensue their own justice. And this, the Justice Lords are kind of like a more extreme version. Now, when they're about, when the Justice League tries to get back in them, Batman's like, you know, we're going to have to um, break some rules to beat them. And Superman's kind of like trying to think about that. He's like, I'm not going to kill. And Batman's like, well, you're going to have to do something. And what they end up doing is Superman decides to team up with Lex Luthor in this instance. And it gives him a full pardon of everything he did. So everything he did back in Superman and the beginning of Justice League, full pardon, and Lex helps defeat them. And at the end of the episode, you're thinking, okay, well, maybe Lex has turned over a new leaf. A uh, new leaf. And he and he and they're like, oh, you're gonna go back to business? It's like, no, nah, maybe I'll go into politics. Almost a hint in that that few, that that alternate dimension may be closer than we think. So we'll jump ahead, and now we're in Justice League Unlimited, which was the um, follow-up series to Justice League. And in an episode called Fearful Symmetry. Um, Supergirl's having crazy dreams because remember back she was hurt back in Superman. Again, they're still referencing the initial Superman stuff from the animated series. And she's having these crazy dreams and it turns out that Cadmus, while she was um, on hold, they actually cloned her. They actually took her DNA and they made another basically copy of Supergirl. And supposedly they stop it and they, and Kevin says, oh yeah, we'll, you know, we'll put this to rest, but kind of keep that on the back end. Now that group that, and it's funny, back in um, the Superman animated series, Cadmus or Star Labs 
was this, uh, I think it was a Star Labs, and then later um, in the Justice League, they turned into Cadmus. Um, they started becoming this, like, um, you know, creating these things to fight against Superman, a.k.a. all going back to legacy, but also something else that's hiding in the background. Now, in Ultimatum, um, Cadmus is shown their clone in more uh, heroes, but we also get the introduction of Amanda Waller, who's a government agent. A lot of people probably recognize that name from, of course, Suicide Squad. And in this case, she's like a government liaison for metahumans and stuff. And she kind of tells him, hey, you know what? They're, yeah, we created them because we need our own league because you're up there on your tower and we need our own group. And they, you know, they sign them like, okay, you know, for now, but we'll be watching you. And there's a great line where Waller looks at Batman and goes, yeah, you go ahead, rich boy. In which she know, and it's kind of insinuate, she knows exactly who Batman is. So they might know a lot more than they have, they expect. And then in the next episode called Doomsday Sanction, where supposedly Doomsday comes back, Batman talks to Waller, and it turns out that when Superman um, allowed Lex to have um, the pardon, he had to tell them everything they knew about the Justice Swords, which included how they became, how they came into being. So Superman had to tell him, okay, this is what happened in this alternate dimension that we were trapped in. Apparently that Lex Luthor became president and that Lex, and then that Superman killed him. I'm not going to do that, but that's what that did. That's what that Superman over there did. And that's what that Justice League, they started ruling the country. And this made him think, well, you're not too far off from that. You know, and bat and it, and it starts to even get to Batman. He's like, we're kind of getting close to that. And in the end of the episode, uh, there's a cool scene where basically they're fighting. Superman and Doomsday are fighting on this island. And kind of like Man of Steel, uh, the movie Man of Steel, they decide to just nuke the island with a kryptonite bomb. And... Batman is like on the watchtower at this point when he hears that there's a missile. He quickly jumps into a, a, a jet. Doesn't even warn anybody that he's opening the uh, hangar doors. Mind you, the space station's in space. He just quickly punches a button. Hangar doors open. Everyone scrambles not to be sucked in the airlock. And he dead drops towards Earth um, on this plane basically to intercept this bomb to protect Superman. And he does do it, but he gets severely hurt. And But in the end, after they defeat Doomsday, the rest of the League decide, well, we don't know what to do with you. You're just this monster. We'll put you into the Phantom Zone. And this disturbs Batman a little bit because he's like, you know, you cast judgment. And he's like, what were we supposed to do with him? I mean, like, he gave us no choice. And he's like, yeah, just like the Justice Lords. And Superman's like, dude, you know me. You've got, you know, this, you know, you've always got, you know, this kind of, you know, you have the kryptonite ring, you know, in case we ever do anything crazy. And he just, like, gets upset. And then as he's watching TV, you see 
President Luthor. I think it shows like him behind a flag showing that he's become president. So in a way, in Batman's mind, it's like, it's happening. It's like, there's a good chance it's happening. So kind of going all the way back to that Justice Lords, it's, you know, going to happen. Uh, jump ahead to another episode called Question Authority, where the question also finds out this information. And what he determines is that they weren't, that maybe it wasn't a different dimension or a different reality. It was their reality. It was all real. It was their reality. It was just the future. And that's when you realize that that's what the government was going on. They weren't looking at the situation as, oh, this was an alternate reality where this stuff happened. This was the future. This is going to happen. So we have to fight against him. But by doing that, you're going to cause the actual um, future you're looking at. Because his, his mentality is, you're not going to beat Superman. Or at least you're going to you're gonna give it a shot. It won't work. He'll fight back and he'll eventually, he'll have to kill you just to save himself. All the heroes will side with him and it'll be war. No, regardless. So he decides to take it on himself. The only way to break this loop is with Luthor. And if I get him, if I kill him, I'm just a crazy, in questions is usually seen as this crazy guy. He's like, if I do this, then I'm just a crazy hero protecting, you know, that, that went against them. It isn't Superman. They won't, they won't try to get Superman, in which case they won't cause Superman to retaliate. But when he tries to fight Luthor, all of a sudden his kryptonite poisoning, remember back in Justice League and how he had kryptonite ever since Superman? Kryptonite poison is gone. Not only is it gone, he's got increased strength. And you're like, what the heck? Has he been, you know, taking all this tech that Cadmus has and he's been juicing himself? So he beats Question and they, you know, kidnap him. And eventually Superman does go down and rescues Question um, and gets him out. But unfortunately, Luther sets up a plan that unfortunately discredits the league and in divided we fall you find out that luther wasn't exactly working by himself remember way back in the superman series when ghost and machine where he actually gets stunned by brainiac wasn't a stun it was a transfer brainiac actually in that moment Supposedly transferred his a little bit of his code into Lex to lay dormant and just watch and listen. And it started to grow. And over the years, it just kept growing. It eventually um, managed to reverse the kryptonite poisoning. It gave him strength so that Luther can still continue. And in the end of it, Luther becomes this brainiac, like Luther hybrid. And just wrecks on all the Justice League. And they have to use all their... Or at least it's the major seven at this point. Um, So Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, um, Flash, uh, and Hawkgirl. And Martian Manhunter are trying to fight this like crazy Brainiac Luther hybrid. And 
And, and, and then at one point during the fight, Flash decides to go just completely all out and is able to kind of use like a combination of like speed force in his punches and knocks Brainiac out of Luthor. But in the process, he moves so fast, he actually fades into the speed force because of it. And they all see this, and you see Superman, and Lex is like, ah, so this is the part where I kill Flash, and this is the part where you kill me. And Superman picks him up, and he is about to blast him. And the League watches, and like Wonder Woman tries to interrupt, and Batman's like, no. Almost to say, like, and do you think that maybe, okay, is it that he knows, or he's cool with it? Because... You know, cold exterior side, Flash is still his friend. And they think he's dead and Luther was the cause of it. So he may have been saying, you know, in, in a sense, it's kind of like saying, no, Batman's cool with it or he trusts him. And in this case, it actually is trust. And Superman just like, I wish I was the guy that could just kill you right now, but I'm not. And somehow... They're actually, they actually able to, there's a tear in the Speed Force and they're actually able to rescue Flash from it. It's pretty powerful. So they built this whole Lex thing off of, you know, a, a, just a, a little shot. And they even, if, if you watch the show, they even show you that same scene. And they're like, yeah, remember that way back in 98 when we, um, way back, it's only like six years uh, when the, or seven years from when the episode comes out, but still, you know, way back seven years in a different TV show where you saw uh, Lex get hit by this blast. Yeah, it went to the. It, this is what came out of it. So we jump now, and you're thinking, okay, well, that's that's that. So both Brainiac is gone, and Darkseid died back in Justice League. So how are we going to get back to where we were? So. Most of the season three of Justice League, basically in the background, Luthor has been kind of going crazy. He's been wanting to uh, get Brainiac back because he feels that when he had Brainiac inside of him, he experienced what he felt was perfection or godhood. And he needs like any sort of code or piece of Brainiac to get that part of him back again. And so a lot of the season three, you'll find out that he's, you know, stealing code or he's talking to himself, uh, just trying to get Brainiac back. And it, a lot of it culminates in the last two episodes of Alive, where he, where he finds out the last known uh, area. Because at least when the Flash destroyed Brainiac in the previous season, that, uh, that completely obliterated him. Uh, there was no pieces left on Earth, but there may have been remains where they had fought Darkseid last, back in uh, Twilight. So Lex takes the, the Legion to Doom, Doom out there, which is funny because they even have an internal fight because Grodd's like, this is crazy. This man is talking to himself, wanting to join with a computer, and you're going to trust him over me? So there's a cool little civil war where... Uh, they kind of team up, and of all people, Killer Frost 
It's funny if you think about this. Killer Frost actually ends up killing half of them because she just completely freezes them. I don't know if they survive that or not, um, especially for what happens next. Because you're like, yeah, they didn't thaw out after this next part, and he ends up, and, and not only that, he ends up uh, jettisoned uh, Grodd out in deep space. So I'll be like, dang, you just got rid of all the villains or most of the villains. But they get to the spot where. Uh, Bradiac had last been destroyed. He attempts to use both science and magic to pull Brainiac together. Unfortunately, he pulls back Darkseid. And yes, Darkseid is back. And not only is he back, but infused with a little bit of Brainiac. So now he's even more powerful. And this gig, and this culminates into the very end. Uh, as I was saying earlier, where now a pissed off dark side says, "You know what? Let's just take over the let's just let's just take over the Earth," and he sends an all-out war on Earth. And Superman and Justice League, plus now Lex and what's left of the villains, have to fight Dark Side, and it is an epic fight where Superman pretty much goes. Dragon Ball on him at one point and like just beats him down and it's actually believe it or not Lex who uses intelligence to beat Darkseid or at least seemingly but and I I, I appreciate uh, anyone who's still listening and I know I went on a crazy rant about all this but this what all this kind of shows you is all these little threads were really impressive and it kind of goes to show you that when you're creating something new, and even if you're not creating something new, if you're taken over from an existing world or an existing, um, you know, uh, franchise or something, you don't have to completely revamp it just to do something new. I mean, look at this. I mean, trust me. Uh, Dwayne, now, Dwayne McDuffie, as I talked about last week, he did a lot of these stories, but he didn't do all of them. This is a culmination of a lot of different writers and creators, and each one just took, you know, just kind of looked back and looked, okay, this is what they did before, let me do this. This is what they did before, let me do this. And they created something amazing. And that's what I think a lot of things are lost nowadays, is that you don't have to... If you take over a project or something, you don't have to necessarily destroy the project just to make it your own or just to make it um, or to make it different. You can build on what's there. And it's something that I kind of wish a lot of things and especially in Hollywood, because I was watching a few videos that talked about I won't go into details on it, but just just say in different stories that are out there, different things that are being remade, they tend to want to just use it in name only and destroy what happened before. And that's not the case. I mean, this Superman shows you this this whole thing starting with DC, and I'm only talking about the things that dealt with Superman, Brainiac, and Lex, and there were tons of other stories that uh, started at certain points and they bridged and branched and became basically it starts with these little seeds and becomes this forest but it does that not by just digging up the seed and planting a new seed 
it's done by, you know, first person plants a seed, next person waters it, next person who sees it growing at a front, at a, maybe sees, sees it growing at a weird angle, um, you know, tries to correct it. Or if it's branching in too many places, trim it just a little bit. But you don't have to dig it up and just try to plant your own and hope that it becomes a tree overnight. That's not how it happens. And I think good stories happen the same way. So again, thank you for this uh, crazy tirade. Like I said, this is a completely out of the nowhere bonus um, episode don't get used to this one. This is kind of this one-off that I just had to talk about this and I just ran out of time on the previous episode. Um, I will be going to my regularly scheduled on Saturdays. I may actually start doing episodes on Saturday afternoon-ish um, just because it's starting to work better with a lot of different things. But I hope you enjoy this tirade. If anything else, I hope it gets you excited to... Um, Get out there, experience things, but also if you're ever wanting to watch something, if you're into um, comics or if you're into Superman and you just want to see great representation of um, the character, his motivations, his powers, um, and just just DC in general, I highly recommend um, Superman Animated Series. Like I said, that was... Um, around 96, 2000, Batman animated series, which uh, started in 93, I think, um, and into 97. The Justice League animated series, which was 2000 uh, to 2006, which also included Justice League Unlimited. Thank you again uh, for everyone who listens. Uh, If you have any comments or you want to talk to me directly, by all means, you can leave a comment or send me a message through Twitter, Instagram, um, also at Gmail. You can send me a mail at the Morningstar Journal, all spelled out. No spaces, the Morningstar Journal at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Peace.